Welcome to Dotan. This is a weekly podcast from Frontier Myanmar which aims to put a spotlight on human rights issues. I'm Diane Jaynes. This week a community fights back against the scourge of drug addiction in Sagaing region. Every time I go shopping at the market, I worry about my wife and kids being murdered or raped or robbed at home by drug users. Ubasain is leading a community anti-narcotics team in one of Myanmar's most drug-affected villages of Chanlakong, Nikolin. Cholin Thorn brings you today's program, brought to you in partnership with Frontier Myanmar. Outside a government hospital, Yutain So is waiting for his daily methadone treatment. He grew up in Kolin. He began using heroin in 2003 when he was working at a jade mine in Kachin State where drug addiction is rampant. Yes, our village has drugs. Yes, it is easy to get here, but I started using only after I reached to Kachin. I hadn't been using it here. Tain So quit the jade mines in 2018 and returned to Kolin, and he settled down with a steady job and a new wife. On the outside, Tain So appeared stable, but secretly he was continuing to use the purest form of heroin, known internationally as number four. After only six months, my wife left me. She knew I was using the drug, and as a well-educated person, she may have also suspected that I had HIV because of the symptoms I exhibited. But at the time, I didn't know that I was HIV positive. HIV is rife among jade mine workers due to the sharing of dirty needles, although Tain So said he also had sex with prostitutes in Pakan. Tain So now receives a daily dose of methadone from the Kolin Township Hospital, and he also receives the antiretroviral therapy tablets he needs to treat his HIV. He's one of many locals whose lives have been blighted by drug addiction. Just last month, drugs in Kolin made headline news when local woman Mimi Chi confronted Sagaing Region Chief Minister Dr Mint Nain at a town hall meeting. She showed him a bucket full of discarded syringes. Mimi Chi is an executive member of the Kolin branch of the National League for Democracy and she was forced to leave the town after receiving death threats, presumably from drug traffickers. Mother Suk has thought that we should not be afraid of doing the right thing and telling the truth. Of course, I'm afraid, but I have to speak out because drug abuse has been a problem in my township since I was young. The community has now formed their own anti-narcotics team, led by local man Ubasain. Every time I go shopping at the market, I worry about my wife and kids being murdered or raped or robbed at home by drug users. That's why I want this everything to disappear from my village. Some experts are of the view that drug trafficking is rooted in far deeper problems facing Myanmar. Uso Win, president of the Myanmar Anti-Narcotics Association, known as MANA, is a retired police major general and former member of the Central Committee for Drug Abuse Control. 
So successive governments have tried hard to tackle drug issues in Myanmar, but I've realized that we won't achieve anything until armed conflict ends throughout the country. Everybody knows drug trafficking provides the funds that armed groups use to buy their weapons. Myanmar is the second largest producer of opium in the world after Afghanistan, but poppy cultivation has declined following the surge in production of methamphetamines. Tablets known as yaba, the crystal form of methamphetamine known as ice, and heroin are all produced in parts of Myanmar controlled by non-state armed groups. Whilst the drugs are largely produced for export, cheap yaba and heroin are also sold throughout Myanmar. In Chunlako, some villagers have suggested that the police might be colluding with the drug dealers. Police Chief Aung San U. All my police staffs are free from the corruption related to the drugs. They have no deals between police and dealers. Why I can say they don't collude with drug dealers is that the figures we have arrested and cases we filed have hundreds, especially in 2018 and 2019. That's why I can assume all my police staffs are not colluding with them. However, Pietu Lator MP Umio Zoang, Colin's NLD representative, said it was possible that police and drug traffickers were colluding. I have never seen anyone accepting bribes with my own eyes, but I don't believe that the police are free of corruption. At the Kaolin Township General Hospital, more than 200 outpatients are receiving regular methadone treatment. The head of the hospital, Dr Mo Sway, views the treatment as a form of harm minimization, not only for the patient, but also for society. If they don't have any money and are craving for heroin, they will do anything to get the catch they need to buy the drug. So, using the harm reduction approach, and treating them with methadone helps to reduce crime in town. Senior nurse Dortita Mitt is assisted by two volunteers provided by MANA, but she is the only healthcare professional at the centre. With decades of experience as a nurse, she earns only 230,000 chat a month, or 160 US dollars. The drug using rate has increased much higher than the past. Nowadays, even the grown-ups are using the drug, and it's easier to buy. The dealers are selling the drug by just going here and there in town. But when people become addicted, the best approach is to help them instead of discriminating against them. That's all we can do. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Doatan. This program was put together by Chor Linton, Winzani Ang, and Diane Jaynes. You can read on comment on this and other stories via our Doatan Facebook page. And don't forget to check out Frontier Myanmar. The project to support human rights reporting is a partnership between Frontier Myanmar and Fondation Hirondel, funded by the Embassy of the Netherlands in Myanmar. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. <laughs>